At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is VSIN Tonight with veteran handicappers Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, hour number two of VSIN Tonight from the Circus Sportsbook. We've got plenty of basketball uh, betting action to uh, update tonight. But, uh, Wes, let's talk a little bit more NFL with the uh, Final Four in football set. And uh, as the NFL gets to the Final Four, we got some exactas to talk about here at DraftKings Sportsbook. I had an exacta bet on the Bills over the 49ers that is now dead. Um, I want to talk about some uh, long shot plays that are out there, including one that was just sent to me that's uh, pretty impressive. But here you go, Super Bowl exactas at DraftKings 49ers beat the Ravens, plus 285. Ravens beat the 49ers, plus 290. 49ers beat the Chiefs, plus 475. Chiefs beat the Niners, 5-1 to one odds. Ravens beat the Lions, plus 950. Lions beat the Ravens, 12-1. to one. Chiefs beat the Lions, 14-1. to one. And the Lions beat the Chiefs, 18-1. to one. The season opened with the Lions beating the Chiefs in Kansas City on that first Thursday night, of course, that was a Kansas City team that was without Chris Jones on the defensive line and Travis Kelsey, the tight end that night. Uh, highly unlikely that we're going to see the Lions beat the Chiefs for the Super Bowl. I'm not sure 18-1's high enough. If you're going to bet the Super Bowl exact is shop around. And you've already missed some great prices out there. I just had a uh, VSIN listener, viewer, send in a, uh, a photo of a Super Bowl exactly. He's got at Niners, Ravens at 149 to 1 odds. Wow. That was bet quite a while ago, obviously. And um, he had one involving the Buffalo Bills at 79 to 1 odds. It's not dead. Uh, Wes, if you bet one of these right now, which would you bet? Uh, well, uh, you know, you're betting, obviously, trying to, trying to get value here. What I think is going to happen is I think it's going to be the 49ers and the Ravens. I hate to be Mr. Chalk here, but, you know, I, I like both of those sides, but Probably if I if I were to uh, want to go down the board, I would say I'd say Ravens over Lions at plus nine fifty, 
would be would be maybe where I go, where I think it's probably like the value for the price, even though I think it's more than likely that one of those top two choices are going to happen. Yeah, I see what you're talking about there too, because uh, I could see the Lions pulling the upset this week, and then uh, if you get Ravens Lions around ten to one odds, that might be worth a shot. What do the Lions have to do? Let's talk about this game in San Francisco. Derek Stevens is going to be headed over there, I'm sure, with a big group to uh, root on the Lions this weekend in Santa Clara. What do the Lions have to do to win that game? Because the Packers were this close. Packers were the better team against the 49ers on Saturday. And I had the Niners on a big money line parlay with the uh, Ravens. Obviously, you had to sweat that out mm-hmm. big time. Niners were lucky to escape. What do the Lions have to do to close the deal that the Packers failed to do? Well, uh, uh, number one, uh, they're going to have to take care of the football. Even though Jordan Love was tremendous, but you knew that he was eventually going to throw oh, one. Yeah. You it. knew eventually it was going to happen, and it did. Two. Yeah, he threw two at the uh, – Drake Dr- Greenlaw tried to get it home for those that laid nine and a half at the end. Wouldn't go down. <laughs> I was like, okay, how's that, Benny? He was going every different angle. What was angle. he doing? Was he trying to cover? He was trying, huh? man. He was trying to pull us over the line, those of us that had the uh, dead wrong side in that game. But yeah. – uh, look, uh, I think Detroit's got to take care of the football. Uh, uh, and, and Jared Goff, when, when he goes outdoors, uh, the, the trends have not necessarily been positive over the years. Ever since he's been indoors, man, he, he's been really tough to beat. And uh, the, uh, the spread numbers, I think, really indicate that uh, uh, when you look more over. And, and, that, and that included his time as well with the Rams, but... Uh, you know, indoor golf and outdoor golf isn't exact is a thing. It's thirty six and seventeen now with the cover over Tampa Bay, uh, indoors. Outdoors thirty four, thirty five, and two. So you know, five hundred record. Uh, but yeah, he's got to take care of the football. I think Detroit has got to try to run the ball. Green Bay actually uh, ran the ball relatively effectively. I was waiting for you to hit this point. Okay, so one big problem I saw for the Forty ers Saturday was. Their run defense was getting shredded. I don't think yeah. the Packers stuck with the run enough, and that's actually where the Lions, I think, can uh, yeah uh, can really push the 49ers back and uh, make some hay here. So they they can run the ball. You saw that San Francisco defense can get gashed on the yeah. ground. And, yeah, and and one of the reasons too. Uh, look, uh, no no AJ Dillon. And obviously, they don't really have that backup, so it had to be Aaron Jones. So if you want to do that 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 two-headed monster in the backfield, I still think they should have ran Aaron Jones like 25 times. He had 18 for he 108. He had 18 for 108. He probably should have had 25 carries. A- exactly. Yeah. Now, the Lions have that luxury, too, because they got David Montgomery, who's the primary back, but Jameer Gibbs is really the home run hitter. So you can use that not only with the running game, but very short passing game, especially Gibbs. That's the guy that you can hit out of the backfield, and he's the guy that's, you know, the more elusive back that can make guys miss. So that's what they're going to want to do. You have long drives. Keep that offense off the field. I know the Lions, they can score quickly, and they're so explosive when they're indoors. But this game you're going to have to have, especially if we get rain again out in, out in uh, the Bay Area uh, on Sunday, you're going to have to have longer drives. You're going to have to be able to run the ball and, and get tough yards. And uh, they were able to do that indoors on Sunday, especially in the second half against Tampa. But that's what I think that they're going to have to do. The pass defense is what it is. There's going to be shots down the field against these guys. So if you're the Lions and you're game planning on defense, the one thing you want to protect is the, is, is the seam routes up the middle because that's where they can hit Kittle. Even if Debo doesn't go, they're going to use Kittle a lot. So that's what, that's what can kill them in the passing game. 
Okay, so if you're going to play chalk and say that the Ravens beat the uh, the Chiefs, what's the big difference in the Chiefs-Bills matchup to the Chiefs-Ravens matchup? It's obviously going to be the Baltimore's got a much tougher defense, right? Yes. Yeah, they got the best defense in the league. Yeah. And and I, I think uh, that's bared out really all year long, even though even though they don't have like that superstar pass rusher uh, and they don't seem to be loaded with superstars, this Ravens defense is, is really, really effective. Talking and, about a rising star, Mike McDonald, yes. the uh, Ravens defensive coordinator. He's starting to get interest. He's going to get a head coaching job. 100%. He's starting to get interest uh, and, and absolutely should. Uh, this Ravens defense, look, keep in mind, Houston got their touchdown off that punt return, off that kick return from Steven Sims. I know. They didn't score. They didn't do anything, uh, really. And, 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 you know, Lamar got after him at halftime, and that's what your leader and your quarterback should do, you know, wondering, hey, why aren't we picking up these blitzes? I'm getting sacked, and I'm running for my life back here. And the Ravens just absolutely dominated in, in the second half against that team. So I, I think that th- this is a step up for Kansas City in, term, in terms of a defense here. I think this is going to be a lot tougher defense for them to move the ball on. Uh, the offense actually has looked pretty good, I think, in the, uh, in the two playoff games. I was actually very impressed with them uh, when they played uh, Miami in that cold weather. But... I just think that this Baltimore defense, this is the better defense. Even though Kansas City's is very good, this is going to be this is going to be tough for Kansas City uh, when you got the number one DVOA uh, defense and Lamar. We saw Josh Allen was able to run that ball on Kansas City. Lamar is a completely different type of cat. Like he's not going to get a lot of the short yardage because if anything, they'll just run him around the corner on a little sweep. Uh, but he's a guy when it's third and ten and he's got the five step drop. He can run through the middle and get 10 yards. Sure. With Josh Allen, who's a pretty good athlete, you know, it was a lot of second and three, second and two. Well, Lamar, it's a first down every single time. Best call of the game, I thought, for the uh, Ravens was that fourth and one where they ran Lamar on the bootleg around the left end. I don't know why more teams don't do that. I know. I, know, was, I mean, not everybody is as mobile as Lamar Jackson, but that play works so many yeah. times because everybody's selling out and those defensive ends cut in and they don't keep contained and you're out the door. Great play call, and you got the perfect quarterback to run it. I just thought there was no question you got to go for it there. And uh, that was the play call was perfect. Uh, Ravens, three-and-a-half-point favorites in this spot. You know what was interesting? They were nine-and-a-half, ten-point favorites against the uh, Texans. I was at a, um, a book in Vegas, let's say out in, the, out in Summerlin mm-hmm. on Saturday that had the first half, had Texans plus seven first half. Yeah. I took it. I said, okay, I, I also lost on Texans uh, plus 10 for the game. But when you got a nine and a half, 10 point dog and you're getting seven in the first half, don't you have to play that? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I was surprised because it, all those sixes, like you, you saw them get juiced pretty heavily, you know, yeah. minus 125, minus 130. Uh, and that's what I saw. And, and, and that's seven, that's seven that popped because I thought the Ravens maybe were going to start a little bit better. And I, I wish I would have saw that seven. Because that would have uh, gotten me off the other side. The game was tied at 10 at halftime, and uh, the Texans missed a field goal in the second quarter, but they did get the punt return for a touchdown. It was very, you know, it's, you watch C.J. Stroud, and uh, I thought Mike McDonald, defensive coordinator of the Ravens, did an excellent job just throwing everything at Stroud. And you talk about a rookie on the road and a big game like that, it just couldn't handle it. He just couldn't handle it. 19 for 33, 175 yards, only nine yards rushing. 
and he didn't get a whole lot of help from his offensive line or his running. That offensive line uh, was was dreadful. Right. Uh, they they had that play. I think it was to Xavier Hutchinson, and the offensive lineman, uh, uh, the tackle just gets like pushed. I think it was his, it was Fant. Just got pushed back, and oh, yeah. they needed that, and that could have been a first down and kept the drive alive, and then that just ruined that drive. And the, that, that was really a play that I think took the momentum away. You know, it was interesting. Stroud did not get sacked in that game. You know, it seemed like he was under a lot of pressure. He didn't get sacked. Well, the one thing that set the uh, Texans back, how many false start penalties did they have? Way too many, and some of them were by the aforementioned fan who uh, uh, did not have a very good game on that right side. Texans only had 10 first downs. And in terms of penalties, they had 11 for 70 yards. The Chiefs are going to handle all that stuff a lot better than the Texans did. That's one thing you can Yeah, count on. yeah certainly championship pedigree and, and a lot more maturity. Uh, but, look, I think these, uh, these are the two best teams in the AFC, and uh, we're getting that here in this matchup. You knew it was going to be a great matchup, whether it was uh, Chiefs-Ravens or Bills-Ravens. And uh, we got Patrick Mahomes in the underdog role again, 9-1-1 against the spread as a dog. All right, we'll take a quick break. We're going to update all the uh, NBA and college basketball action when we come back here in a couple minutes. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is VSIN Tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Put the VSIN experts to work for you. Start betting smarter with the VSIN Pro subscription. Sign up on an annual subscription. Get your first year for only $199. Just use promo code TONIGHT. That's $199. Get access to everything we do on a brand new VSIN.com website. Daily best bets, the betting splits, 24-7 video access, and everything is included. Remember to use promo code tonight. Get your first year of vSEM Pro access for only $199. Sign up today at vSEM.com slash subscribe. Wes, we're just underway in the second half in Lawrence, Kansas, and uh, the Jayhawks at DraftKings, what, five-and-a-half-point favorites? 
Uh, tied at the half. Yeah, at the half, uh, five and a half, there were a couple of uh, sixes out there. And look, uh, I don't mind uh, taking Cincinnati here. Uh, they were down 12. I, I think that they're going to hang in here. This is a good ball club. And, you know, look, they're just getting used to to, to playing in this conference. Obviously, uh, this is a step up for these guys. But but uh, uh, Wes Miller's got a very good ball club there at Cincinnati. And, uh you know, they've been able to be competitive. Just, you know, some of these close games can get be a little tough for these yeah. guys. And, you know, going into different road environments especially, it's a lot different than, than the American when you're playing at East Carolina or South Florida where the crowds aren't as raucous. But when you're having to play at KU and you're having to play at Houston and all these different places – you know, you certainly you certainly get a little bit of that. This team, by the way, did go to BYU, Cincinnati. Why? Uh, when BYU was, like, yeah. killing it. It actually blew out BYU in the second half yeah. of that game in Provo. Lost yeah. to Texas, I, I, think at the, I think, at the buzzer. Lost by three at Baylor. They were right there, one possession the whole game. So they haven't really been blown out. I mean, losing by four at home in Oklahoma, there's no real shame in that. That Porter Moses got a very good team there. Uh, I I think Kansas is going to have its hands full just winning this game. I'm not, mm-hmm. laying, I'm not laying anything. I actually thought about taking Cincy in the second half here, but yeah. didn't do it. Decided to go ahead and pass. So you never know at the end game. Sometimes the end games in college basketball can drive you nuts. Kind of like the North Carolina-BC game where you felt like you were pretty good there with BC and then things get away late and, they get, and North Carolina covers the number. The same thing could happen here with Kansas. You get a lot of fouls and free throws at the end and the Jayhawks find a way to cover. It's, it's crazy how, you know, I've bet a lot of dogs in college basketball, how a dog can be down two with a minute to go and lose by eight. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, with the, with the foul situation, and it, it, it seems to happen all the time. So, you know, sometimes, look, I felt Boston College, even though it didn't get there, sometimes, you know, you get the right handicap and the wrong result. I felt there was the right handicap, but it didn't get there. It lost at, at the end, but... You know, you've got to look at, at those various situations. That was a good spot for BC. They were in the number, just uh, just couldn't get it home. And then the foul game, they didn't have the extra foul, which then would have been your only chance to cover. And, you know, it'd it be that way sometimes with these things. You want to update what's happening in the NBA? Uh, certainly. 126-125. Uh, Charlotte uh, has come back against the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. But uh, uh, the big story is that Carl Anthony Towns uh, uh, with 62 tonight. I believe uh, I saw some kind of stat, and I, I want to uh, double-check that. I had to reboot my computer because the Wi-Fi is slow. But anywho, uh, <laughs> just, just thought I'd throw that in there. Throw that out there. Yeah. Uh, ten threes by Carl Towns tonight. Ten twos and also ten foul shots. So, Carl Anthony Towns, I believe the only one in NBA history ever to do that. And here's here's a little interesting nugget uh, that I do have. This from uh, uh, Matt Williams uh, at Stats Williams on Twitter, who I believe is a researcher at uh, research producer at ESPN. Today is the first day in the NBA with multiple sixty point games since April 9th, nineteen seventy eight. Last time he had two score sixty plus in one day. And I'll, I'll never forget this day, Wes. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say, do you want to yeah. guess uh, what who the players were? 1978, Alex English. Good guess, but no. no. George Gervin. That's one. The okay. Iceman had 63. Uh, I'll go with Dr. J. Uh, close. He was okay. also an ABA player, as was this man, uh, David Thompson. Oh, yeah. 73 okay. points on right. April 9th, 1978. 
Uh, hey, let's talk to you a little college hoops now, Wes. And uh, I want to get to Kentucky because we're talking about teams are on the rise. Are you buying stock and these teams are not? And uh, I do have a Kentucky futures bet at 20 to 1. I bet one over the weekend. I bet another at one 16. over. I was to say, I bet another one over, bet it again over the weekend at 15 to 1. And a big reason why, see if I can pronounce this correctly, Zavonimir Avisic. Big Z. Big Z. Seven foot two, declared eligible, Croatian forward. And he can step out and hit the threes. He scored 13 points off the bench in a, a brief flurry of action for Kentucky. And this actually might be what the Wildcats are missing. This is a team with uh, really good guards, good shooting. That might be the final piece to the puzzle for Coach Cal. And we're going to talk about how bizarre this game was against Georgia here, for, here in a minute. But uh, Wes, with Big Z, a seven foot two, you'd step out and shoot it. I know you felt like Kentucky's a team that could win it all before that. I know you're buying stock in Kentucky now. 100%. The fact that they, they can find this guy, he got eligible. We didn't know if he was going to be eligible. And now they have him, and that's just an absolute another weapon. Now, uh, they didn't cover against Georgia on Saturday because they messed around. And, you know, Georgia with a lot of the, the we never gave up, the, a lot of the false hustle right, that we'll doesn't mean ahead. anything except costing Kentucky backers since, money. Since you did it, we'll go ahead and talk about it. This is a brutal beat if you laid the uh, points with Kentucky. Let's say you laid 12, right? Mm-hmm. 12 or 12 and a half? I laid 11. Okay. 96 to 68 with seven and a half minutes to go. And Kentucky ends up winning by nine. And Kentucky never really put the, you know, uh, Willie Walk on in either. They had, I mean, they had bench players, but, you know, you've got Reed Shepard, who's going to be a first round draft pick in most NBA mocks uh, next year. Rob Dillingham, Big Z, Onienso off the bench. So they never really went. And it's not like, okay, five minutes left to go. We're up big. We're going to put, you know, all the walk ons and the student managers and everybody in. They did not do that, and somehow, some way, point game was trimmed to nine. Georgia got end. Georgia got within the number, uh, one hundred five to ninety six. Uh, outscored Kentucky thirty two to sixteen in the last ten minutes. But back to this Kentucky team, just moreover, this team shoots forty percent from the three. You know, as it is, and and now you add Big Z. You got size down low. They're not as good defensively, but they don't have to be as good defensively. They just have to be like okay. Because they can score so many points. Look at this, 105 against Georgia, 90 against uh, Mississippi State, 92 in an OT loss to Texas A&M, 90 against Missouri, 87 at Florida, 96 against Illinois State, 95 against Louisville, 87 against Carolina, 81 against Penn. Uh, uh, Their losses, of course, earlier this year, not just Texas A&M, but they lost to Kansas, 89-84, and they lost 80-73 to at home to UNC Wilmington. But you're seeing a lot, 95 against Miami, 96 against St. Joe, 118 against Marshall. This team does not have to be great defensively because they got guys not only create their own shots, but they can create for others. This is the number one offense by far in the SEC, and I just – a lot of teams aren't going to have the uh, the firepower. Now, a matchup I'm going to look forward to, and we don't get it until very late in the season, uh, I believe February 17th, is Kentucky and Auburn. I'm looking forward to that. And look, that, that's another team that I thought maybe they're going to come back to earth. This, this Auburn team is really good. Actually, that was another team I mentioned we're going to talk about tonight. Teams on the rise are you buying stock. But back to Kentucky here for a minute. DJ Wagner, 
Reed Shepard, Antonio mm-hmm. Reeves. Now you throw in Big Z and all the other talent on this team. And, the, and one of the keys is the uh, kid Rob Dillingham. Dillingham, too. Off the bench. Dillingham's who, an NBA prospect. A- absolutely. Yeah. Uh, they've got a lot. And, and I think he's got the right mix, too. And this is what Cal, you know, sometimes it's all five freshmen. Sometimes he's a little bit older, but they're not. the older players aren't as good. But you've got seniors like Antonio Reeves. You've got Trey Mitchell who's also a senior, starts at forward for them. Then you can bring these guys like Dillingham and, and Bradshaw and now Big Z off the bench. This is a 9-10 deep team, and usually you don't want to play that many guys, but at Kentucky you're probably going to have to, and you don't really get hurt playing your bench. During that Georgia-Kentucky game uh, at Rupp Arena, they honored the 1983-84 Kentucky team that reached the Final Four, a team with uh, Kenny Skywalker, oh, yeah. Sam Bowie. Uh, who else do you recall from that team? Remember Winston Bennett? I do remember Winston uh, Bennett. I, mean, I remember all those guys, man. Uh, the uh, late Derek Mel Turpin. Kentucky. Mel Turpin yep. as well. So, yeah. That was Coach Joe Wild B. Team. Hall's team. That right? was, jo- that yeah. was uh, Joe B.'s team. Uh, Joe jo B. and Coach Knight, uh, uh, not exactly the best of friends. <laughs> uh, so? No, 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 they were not. Uh, Kentucky, uh, Kentucky had like four NBA players, and you named them all. Melvin Turpin, Kenny Walker, Sam Bowie. Winston Bennett, uh, remember James Blackman oh, yeah. from yeah. Indiana, who yeah. wasn't going to win Mr. Basketball over Steve Alford. Uh, uh, Roger Harden, okay. another one uh, that was an Indiana All-Star from uh, Valparaiso, I believe. Uh, Brett Barrup. So Kentucky had a lot of talent. Who beat that team in 84? Was that North Carolina? I want to say 84. Uh, uh, was 84 Georgetown? I've been Georgetown. I think it was Georgetown okay. in 84, because what year, what year was Houston? Uh, you know, we're talking 83, 84, 85, yeah, right, yeah. In that, right in that neighborhood. Yeah. Um, that was a really good Kentucky team. This one is, too, with Big Z. Now, if you don't have your Kentucky futures and you can find 15 to 1, go ahead and fire one on the Wildcats. All right, quick break. Back here in a couple minutes. This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. This is the time of night, Wes, where I always get hungry, so let's talk steaks. Omaha Steaks. You'll fall in love with at first bite with their tender steaks, juicy burgers, air chilled chicken, and more. You're going to love every bite. It's Omaha Steaks guarantee for a limited time. When you go to omahasteaks.com slash VSIN, you will get four free air chilled boneless chicken breasts and four. Boneless pork chops with your order. Minimum purchase may apply here. OmahaSteaks.com slash VSTEN. Love at first bite, huh? That's what it says here. Yes. That's Omaha a very Steaks, good line. OmahaSteaks.com slash VSEN. I'm going to have to uh, eat right when the show's over. But I don't think I'm going to get a steak dinner tonight. Probably, yeah, yeah. Probably a little heavy late on a Monday night. In and Out Burger or something like that after the something show. Something light. Did you see In and Out closed the store in Oakland, California? Today? I did not. It's big news on Twitter. I did not see that they closed in Oaktown, man. And <clears throat> gosh, losing sports teams, losing In and Out franchises, man. Tough Oakland times. Oakland has lost the Raiders, the Warriors. The A's and now an In and Out Burger franchise. I'm worried there's gonna there, that city is gonna like come for Las Vegas at one point, man. Uh, with ev- everything that that is now here that was once in Oaktown. All right, so we talked about Kentucky being a team that you're gonna buy stock in, and you should. We endorse Kentucky. 
And hopefully you get in now. As much as I hate to. Uh, game, yeah, game recognized game, as they say. You're an Indiana guy. You don't want to tout Kentucky. Right? No, I don't. I was Man, I was looking at I was watching that game on Saturday, watching that and the football game at the same time. And I was like, man, they can find a shooter in Croatia. And Indiana University can't even find one in the state of Indiana. Like, are you freaking kidding uh, me? I don't know. Well, Coach Cal's a good recruiter. Uh I, I, that's one thing I can't get about Indiana basketball is how the Hoosiers can't recruit more shooters. And I, I do like Trey Galloway, but you got to have more shooters. No, anyway, yeah, they don't have any. They can't find them in any part of the world. I don't hate Kentucky like you do. As an Indiana Hoosier, you hate Kentucky. Uh, how about Auburn? Tigers blew out your Hoosiers early this season, yes, dropped they did. triple digits on them. In fact, Auburn now 5-0 and atop the SEC. Kentucky's 4-1. and Auburn's 16-2. and Is this Auburn team for real? Would you buy stock in the Tigers? I saw a 40 to 1 out there over the weekend on Auburn. You know, I, I'm starting to think so because this was a team I was a little cynical on because I think, Matt, sometimes maybe we get stuck with teams in the past. I'm like, boy, this team takes some really dumb shots, you know, and, 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 and they run that press a little bit with, with Pearl and they run such a fast tempo. They gamble for steals and sometimes they can give up easy baskets. But if you look, they're top 10 in the country in both offensive and defensive efficiency. And they, they, they have size uh, at the rim. Uh, they, have a, they have a lot of depth. They can chase these guards off the line. The kid, uh, Johnny Broom, he's, he's a, I think he's a player of the year candidate that nobody is really talking about. Uh, originally was at Moorhead State, now in Auburn uh, for the last two years. They've got a lot of depth. And we know Pearl plays a lot of guys simply because of that style he's always had where he's pressing. So you got to have guys because you're going to have guys fouling when you gamble a little bit for steals. But this is a team that, that that's a solid uh, three-point shooting team. They actually share the ball very well. And uh, when I look at that stat, assists per field goals made, seventh in the country. That means 63.9% of their baskets are, are assisted baskets. So they're sharing the ball. Guys aren't being ball hogs. Now, he gives these guys the freedom to shoot up and down the floor, but it's not necessarily one guy. Uh, there, there's a lot of guys here, and sometimes you get a bunch of uh, group that buys in and, you know, will be, hey, we're for the team. We're, we're not for me. We're for we. And that's what you've really seen with Auburn. The two losses they have this year, they lost to Baylor in the opener up there at the Sanford Pentagon in South Dakota, and they did lose at Appalachian State. 69 and now that app state team is not that is is not a bad team uh, uh there in the sun belt but auburn has has run through uh their sec competition so far beat a and m by double digits beat a, i think they've won every game that they've had this year by double digits and you know had, i mean didn't beat world beaters in the non-conference but beat indiana beat saint bonaventure beat usc when they were a little bit more at full strength uh, routed Ole Miss on Saturday. Absolutely crushed Ole Miss. Ole Miss was never in the game, 82-59. So now Auburn does go to Alabama, though, on uh, Saturday. He played arguably one of the toughest schedules in the non-conference. Alabama had won six in a row before they got blown out at Tennessee on Saturday. Alabama and Mississippi have both been blown out at Tennessee. Mm -hmm. Chris Beard's got a pretty good team. He doesn't have his players in yet, but uh, Beard – He's going to get that thing going at Ole Miss if he sticks yeah. around there for a while. I think the reason why the SEC doesn't rate the number one conference in the country is because there, there's a couple at the bottom that are really bad. Vanderbilt, sure. especially Missouri, 0-5. Arkansas has really struggled. But uh, Man, Arkansas, I thought hopefully the Razorbacks yeah. would turn the corner. 
And then they just and then got South Carolina goes in there and beats home them. Home by South Carolina. They've been Come kind on. of South Carolina's been kind of the surprise in the conference. Lamont Paris is the coach, former Chattanooga coach, was a Bo Ryan assistant. But they don't. I mean, they they don't run like they run a little bit of that Wisconsin because they're a little bit slow in the tempo, three forty eight. But South Carolina's been a nice surprise. But man, you look at the top four in the SEC with Auburn, Tennessee, Alabama, Kentucky. That's as good as any conference. That's better than the Big Ten. In my opinion, certainly, I think the Big Ten's been a little bit down and there's still a lot to shake out. So I was surprised to see uh, Ken Palm only rate the SEC as the number three conference. I'm, I'm sure the Big 12 is number one and probably rightfully so. Actually has uh, SEC behind the Big East. You talked about Johnny Broom at Auburn. He's not going to get player of the year consideration. He's averaging 15.3 points, eight and a half rebounds. He might be a first-team All-American. Yeah, he's shooting 27% from three. Not quite a player of the year status. No, but good rebounder, good defender, good right. shot blocker. So there's a lot of there's a lot of big guys though he would have to compete with. But uh, uh, John, Johnny Broom, I think, has been really excellent. But th- that's a team that wins more by committee. That doesn't have a superstar, but it's a different guy every night for Auburn. Auburn and Alabama, very similar teams, but Auburn's won eleven in a row. That's what I said. Would you would you take forty to one on Auburn? Forty to one, absolutely. I think you got to take a shot. I don't know, you know, where this team could be because they could have kind of an off shooting night. They're not a great shooting team, but they get a lot of volume, so they get a lot of opportunities because they create a lot of possessions. Like you look at their three point, it's right in the middle. You know, thirty four percent as a team, but they defend the three well. They defend at the rim very well. They just they get a lot of possessions off their defense, off forcing turnovers and not turning the ball over. Talking college basketball futures here. So I've got twenty to one on uh North Carolina, twenty to one on Kentucky. I don't have anything on Auburn, even though I saw forty to one over the weekend, I thought about playing it. I don't have anything on Illinois. Now last week at Circus Sports, Illinois was ninety to one. That number was chopped to 40 to 1. Yeah, with with TJ Shannon uh, obviously being reinstated. Terrence Shannon is back after the rape charges, and he came off the bench. He did come off the bench over the weekend, right? Yes. Yeah, against Rutgers. He scored 16 in that game against Rutgers at Illinois, won by 23. Now, here's the thing Terrence Shannon could be a, a top 15 pick in the NBA draft. Let's say he didn't have some of those issues. Mm-hmm. As a player, He's back with Illinois West. That considerably increases the ceiling of this uh, Fighting Illini team. As long as he stays, I know uh, one guy, Bobby Buckets Brubeck of Austin, Texas, who fired on the ninety to one before the weekend on on Illinois, and then with uh, Shannon being reinstated, that turns into a great bet. You no, know, no, it is because you at least are going to have equity because obviously you're not going to see that number anytime soon. Uh, uh, Illinois, uh, where I will give him credit, it's not just Shannon. The guy that I think has really carried them even more this year is is Marcus Domask, the transfer oh, from Southern Illinois. Tough. I like him and Coleman Hawkins. Those are the type of guys. If you're going in the portal, you got to get those seniors, man. That that are you know maybe come from mid majors and go up to major programs because there's a hunger in them. Because it's like I can prove that I could have always played here. You know, because kids want to be recruited by the biggest schools, but but the, they take a lesser opportunity sometimes, and and it works out. But Domask has been uh, tremendous. Uh, uh, Coleman Hawkins has really stepped up too when Shannon was out. He was the guy that was the real key. One of the concerns about Illinois, and maybe it's an overrated concern on my part, 
they don't really have a true point guard. They have the kid Gibbs Lawhorn who kind of plays spot minutes, but he's only a freshman. So it's tough for a coach. I don't think Brad Underwood's going to trust him in like clutch minutes or anything like that, but they don't really have a true point guard. Uh, so Ty Rogers, 6'6 wing, has kind of been running their point, but they're a team that really does operate without a point guard. And you wonder if they get in the NCAA tournament when all of a sudden you get, you know, strong defensive pressure if Illinois is going to be turnover prone. That's the one thing that worries me about them. I was out at a few books around town looking at college hoops futures because some of these books fall asleep at the wheel on some teams, and that's where I found the Auburn. I found Seton Hall at 300-1 to one mm-hmm. at one spot. Shaheen Holloway's got that team playing well. How about that game on Saturday? It went to triple overtime. That was a big win, though, for Creighton. Yeah, I think uh, Seton Hall got screwed by the officials. They did. There were, there were some bad calls late. Anyway, you see the DraftKings futures odds up there on the board uh, right now. It's always worth looking around, different books around town or whatever you have access to for certain teams that sometimes bookmakers fall asleep on. And uh, a lot of movement in Illinois now with Terrence Shannon back at 40 to 1 at DraftKings. I think that's the same number here at Circa right now. That's a team that's got a much higher ceiling with that guy. He's averaging 21 points a game. And he was suspended. There's a clear top three in the Big Ten right now with Purdue, Illinois, and Wisconsin. All right, quick break. We come back. We'll talk more NFL, NBA, college basketball betting. Stay tuned to VSIN today. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is VSIN Tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs that much better. New players can bet 5 bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VSIN only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code VSIN. Kansas having trouble pulling away from Cincinnati. Jayhawks were just up eight. Now it's back to four. Eight and a half minutes ago, 53 to 49. Hunter Dickinson, four fouls, by the way, uh, for the Jayhawks. He's got four? Yes. That's why he's out. Not on the floor. 
the guy, I think, you know, Hunter Dickinson is extremely valuable to Kansas, but, man, Kevin McCuller is a guy who's doing a little bit He's of everything. He's the guy that that's team. really their big shot maker. The guy that's kind of been a disappointment for them is the kid Nicholas Timberlake, who they got out of Towson, who a lot of schools were very, very interested a in. Hired and, gun. Yeah, right? and, and, yeah. And, 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 and a goose egg uh, so far tonight. Uh, McCuller with 13, Dickinson with 10. Furphy off the bench for the Jayhawks, uh, leading them, though, with 17. So, Kansas, Kansas always going to find dudes, man. They, they, they just do everywhere. It doesn't matter. Uh, Johnny Furphy, the freshman from Melbourne, Australia. And he's got 17 so far for the Jayhawks tonight. I'll tell you a quick story over the weekend. You know, this type of thing happens to a lot of betters. <clears throat> we don't talk about it a lot, but it's not that controversial. So there was a number placed on an app on New Hampshire and UMBC. Remember the UMBC? Yes, uh, beat uh, University of Virginia. The Retrievers. 16 over 1. The Retrievers, New Hampshire and UMBC. On the app, the total was posted 169.5. This is on Saturday. This is a Saturday game. Uh, let's see. 169.5 was the total posted on the app. And most books, I think, had this total... At around 138, it was an obvious mistake. Yes. And the better I know played under, let's see, uh, let's see, what did he fire the bet on here? Anyway, Wes, so he fired the bet, and this thing went um, 64-58 final. The total was uh, 169 on mm-hmm. the app. Well, he got flagged and he got booted out of that sports book for making that bet on betting on a mistake. Which, okay. Uh, you know, it's, it's fair. If, you're, if you repeatedly bet mistakes that yeah. a book has on, on an app, you're going to get flagged and you're probably going to get booted. And this better got booted, and I think he knew it was coming. You can't cry too much if you're going to no. bet mistakes. And that happens. Because there, there are some guys, you know, that specialize, that, that look at that when there's an obvious mistake on the board or mm-hmm. there was a missed key entering the number and then they go bet it. Now, a lot of times the books, you know, they're, they're going to honor the bet. They wrote the ticket. They're going to honor the bet. But they're not going to let you bet at their store anymore. Actually, so. I had that a little bit wrong here. So. The, the app had the total up at 138, 138, and actually most books had the total up at 169. Mm-hmm. So he fired the over 138. And it, and it lost. <laughs> and it still lost, 64-58. Still lost the bet and got booted from the book. So that's the, what happened. The, those weird things will happen when you get those, like, extra board games. And, and sometimes you see, like, steam coming in, and you know it's not from some square. Mm-hmm. You know it's not from some casual or public better. Like, you'll see steam on these totals on the extra games. And they're like, okay, why is this moving here? Like, especially if it's during, like, a busy part of the sports calendar, like during a a playoff weekend for football or there's a bunch of NFL games going on. So most of the people in the books, they're betting football, right? They're betting in-game or they're betting second halves or they're betting the late slate if it's during the early window. So you see that stuff. And you see these college basketball games move. It's like, you know, Joe Schmo sitting here at Circa probably is not betting that. This is some sharp group or some very sharp guy betting that. But sometimes those moves don't win. 
Sometimes they do, and sometimes they I don't. Mean, that's that's like a thirty point mistake. Yeah. on the total, and it, you bet it over, and you still lose. Yeah, then you know it wasn't meant to be. <laughs> then you know it wasn't like, meant to be. I like can laugh at that one. All right, so let's look at the. Um, we're talking about Super Bowl futures and exactas of DraftKings, and you said you thought there was some value in uh, the Ravens Lions. That would be the one I would bet of the of those exactas. Even about though, ten to one odds. On yeah, that? even though the one, even though I think it's going to be the Ravens and the Forty ers uh, in the Super Bowl here at Allegiant Stadium in a couple weeks, but I could see Ravens over to because Ravens, by the way, would be I believe like I'm on the look ahead lines like four and a half point favorites over the Lions. And I think it should probably be a little bit higher. Be a little higher. To be honest with you, I, I think you could make it six. I was going to say six. I think that you could make it six uh, because we know, granted, it was at M&T Bank Stadium there in Charm City. Baltimore smacked that team around Detroit. I mean, it was not even close. Now, this will be in a controlled climate environment indoor here in Las Vegas. So that gives the Lions, I think, a little bit more of a chance. So maybe why you're seeing that at four and a half, even though I think the true line ought to be minus six. How about name the finalists? You can bet this is DraftKings. If you think it's going to be a chalk weekend, Ravens and Niners, you can bet that at plus 110. If you're just going to name the Super Bowl matchup, Ravens versus Niners at plus 110. If you think it's going to be Chiefs-Niners, you get plus 220. Of course, the Chiefs, you can bet on the money line against the Ravens if you think the Chiefs are going to win. In Baltimore, Ravens-Lions matchup is plus 450, and a Chiefs-Lions matchup is 7-1. to one. Anything you like there at all? <sighs> I would imagine that the bookmaker is going to take a lot of action here on the chalk to advance at yeah, plus 110. Yeah, I, I think so. I think that's going to draw most of the action. And then, But, I mean, you'll get, you'll get those that will, hey, I'm going to place the lottery tickets. It's, I'm going to place the you know, longest shot on the board. Uh, so I certainly think Chiefs-Lions would get – uh, some exposure, but uh, but uh, but Ravens Lions would be uh, where I would go. Let's talk about the totals in the two games on Saturday. So let's start with the first game, and that's uh, Chiefs Ravens. Did you bet the totals uh, over the weekend and the uh, the four uh, NFL I, games? I, I did not. I did not play uh, had, any totals either. Had had a had a second half total uh, that that did get there on the uh, Chiefs or the excuse me the Lions and Bucks. Okay, so let's look at the totals. In these games, we're going to start with the uh, Chiefs-Ravens total. In fact, let me call that. But you said something about slow internet tonight, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. We got. I've got. I've got it up though. Uh, KC Baltimore. Forty-four and a half at South Point. Yep. Forty-four and a half at DraftKings. That's the best number out there in the market. Forty-four at Circa. That number has do- has uh, dove a little bit. I know uh, we had a uh, forty-five uh, and a half. Yeah, one of the highest. It yeah, was. we we had uh, we had uh, Mike Somich who does the uh, the. Uh, uh, the sweat, uh, or not not the sweat, I, I forget. The handle, the handle, that's right, uh, does that show for us on the weekends. And he was in uh, with uh, Dave Ross and I last night. He said, I like the under, get it now, and it's going to go lower. And it has. And it's gone down to 44, I believe, here at Circa. I could see 43 and a half. Uh, two very good defenses here, especially the best defense in the league with Baltimore. Always a possibility for inclement weather in January there in Charm City. So I don't disagree with the move on the under here. Okay, how about the game in San Francisco? Detroit. Well, let's see. Detroit now a seven-point underdog at DraftKings at the Westgate. Six and a half here at Circa. But the total 51. And that's a key number in totals, by the way. It is. Uh, and look, big number here. I could certainly understand why, though, because you got to think – 
that the 49ers are going to be, I would think that they, they got to be a little more pass heavy, right, Matt? At least early on. Now, does Kyle Shanahan trust Brock Purdy? Does Brock Purdy trust himself? This is a, this is a, you know, a pass funnel defense. And I don't think the Lions are, are going to keep them at bay. I think that they can hit the Lions over the middle. And that's where you can really throw on these guys. 49er defense is a step up from uh, the Rams and the Bucks, certainly. Uh, you know, still fourth in DVOA, even though you can you can have them a little bit on the ground if Detroit elects to kind of do that. So number to me is about right. But look, if, De- if Detroit is having to play catch up, they're going to be throwing all over the place. Now, the 49ers can turn you over, but uh, I think 51 is right. I don't think I'm going to be involved in this total. A little bit of NFL coaching news. So the uh, Niners offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson, is going to be a hot candidate, right? Detroit, you mean, yes. Oh, that's what I meant, the Lions offensive coordinator. Well, the Titans look like they're finalizing a deal with Bengals offensive coordinator, Brian Callahan, to be their next coach. So there you go. We got one uh, coaching vacancy filled, but it does not go to a big name. It goes to an OC. he going again, Callahan? Brian Callahan to the Titans. Okay. I was thinking maybe Aaron Glenn, uh, perhaps, because both these Lions coordinators are interviewing. Ben Johnson, of course, a little bit more so, and then Aaron Glenn is getting some interviews as the defensive coordinator. So uh, uh, one spot, first spot off the board in Tennessee. And it goes to the offensive coordinator of the Bengals, Brian Callahan. All right, quick break. We come back. We're going to talk golf. we got Torrey Pines in San Diego this weekend, and uh, this is going to be one of the best tournaments on the West Coast Swing. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 